You are currently listening to one half of the greatest tag team podcast there are out there today. Once you get finished with this great episode, go on over on Spotify, Apple, Amazon, Google, even over on YouTube and check me out, Ted the Hillbilly Hill of the Hill Truth Wrestling Podcast, award-winning, critically acclaimed, number one in Antarctica, and I'm going to break down the bad guys, the villains, the hills of professional wrestling, and always remember, there's the real truth, then there's the heel truth. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Armchair Book and Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host. My name is Stunning Steve Barber, and joining me, as always, is my absolutely fantastic co-host, the intellectual rock star himself, Delicious Joylan Davis. Hey, everybody. And, wow, when we were doing the last episode, you know, we were talking about news, and at the very end, we're both like, is there anything else to report on? And we both went, nope. Not even thinking that it was, you know, in two days, there was going to be. A, yeah. Uh, in my defense, there's been too many shows. Like, yeah, I mean, it, it makes, yeah. It's like AEW's had, in a span of a month and a half almost, they've had three pay per views. Mm-hmm. And then w, this will be WWE's second one. So it's like five pay per views in, say, two months. It's are, you, like, are you including the NXT in that count? No, not so, not so, including the NXT, so that's six. Six, yeah. Seven. Um, not to mention all the other wrestling stuff that's been going on, and mm-hmm. you know, so yeah, Fast Lane. Um, and you know, just wasn't on my radar. And you know, the sad thing, it happened about two hours away from where I live, and I'm I'm going to get actually guess probably maybe four hours away from where you're at. Mm, yeah, it, it was in yeah. Indianapolis. It was in Indianapolis, yeah. You know, so it was yep. actually. You know, it was I'm close a, enough that we I know at least one person who went to it. In fact, you know her too, Breezy. You know, she posted on her Facebook that she was that yep. she was there. So uh but yeah, I felt bad after I was like, How did we miss that? Besides the fact there's too many shows and we're just getting old. Yeah. 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 So but we apologize to everybody who was in there shaking their heads going, You dummies. It's like <laughs> no preview. It's like... I mean, and and also in our defense. Both Dwayne and I have had a lot of stuff going on <laughs> in our yeah. personal life. Yeah. Um, you know, not to throw a lot of stuff out there, but you know, Dwayne has a wife who's expecting. Uh I have a wife who you know has to have an annual surgery like every uh this time of year. This year it's on her foot, and I've been trying to take care of her. <laughs> um, you know, and you know, this year is her foot. Last year she had a, a tinge you had to put in her spine. Uh, the year before that, she had a pain pump put in because, you know, she has a lot of back issues. And mm-hmm. uh, so uh, we've been busy, you know, taking care of our families, you know, because yep. and it wasn't just like the normal, hey, all right, you know, you got food. All right, cool. It was yeah. like really like taking care of our families. Yeah. You know? yep. So uh, and so we're trying to get back in the swing of things and our bad. <laughs> I mean, Sorry. Can't, can't change it. 
you know, I can go back and try to edit. Oh yeah. By the way, there's fast lane. We'll talk about that now. Um, but we do have, uh, we did mention the other day, uh, last time we recorded that we will have an episode soon. Talk about the economics of being a wrestling mm-hmm. fan. That, that is something that I, you know, that we're going to be working on. Um, and if you are a YouTube watcher, definitely I'll have something for that. Just, um, because this is something in my analyst mind, because my last job was as a, a business planning analyst. And plus I was doing analysis type stuff in the military and including some of that was financial type analysis because I was a resource advisor. So this is almost like right up my alley. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It gives me a chance to make sure, you know, I'm keeping my MBA skills up, you know, um, cause I'm apparently, you know, I can't find a job. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so but it's actually probably a good thing I'm I'm not working right now because if I was it'd been a lot harder to take care of my mm-hmm. my wife yep. and my you know and my really mo- more my son and my daughter because I mean she's 21 so yeah um but fast lane which I don't know if they if we well, should probably ask them did you plan on the name based on the town because I mean yeah it's not the first fast lane but it's they don't it's not one they do all the time. No, this is, uh, I think this is the first one in a couple of years they've had a fast lane. Um, they probably did. They probably, because, you know, they were in Indy, so. And believe me, if you had the audio on while you were listening, you knew they were all about race cars and fast lane because almost every time they talk to you, Yeah. That was kind of annoying. Yeah. Yeah, it got annoying after about the third time. You know, so I'm going, what, what was that? No- Are they seriously doing race car noises? Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I did like Pat McAfee coming out there. It made sense. He played for the Colts. I did, too. I yep. like, even though not a Colts fan by any stretch, right. but right. I do like those NFL legacy championship belts. I need a Green Bay Packers win. Speaking of Green Bay Packers, they're playing the Raiders right now. Really? Um, yeah. I, I don't know if I'd have known that or not, except for <laughs> I downloaded this. <laughs> Did that just for you, my friend. <laughs> I appreciate that. Uh, for those of you who are audio only, I just changed my background to where it is the Raiders, the Raiders um, insignia. In fact, let me lean All back right. a little bit so you can see it full. You know, I can, you can see my head right in the middle of the helmet there. <laughs> Y'all are winning right now, seven to three. Yeah, they, uh, they just scored. <laughs> So, Four minutes but, left in the second quarter, so that's okay. We got time. That's all right. Yep. So that was actually perfect time. And whenever we mentioned that, also looked down the score. It just changed. But yeah, you know, <laughs> I'll, I'll change it back so you know, so you don't have to look at that the entire time. Yeah. <laughs> Not trying to see that logo the whole show. No. Uh, but I mean, you know, it's there for the funny. You know, if they score again, I will change the logo again. Oh, I don't blame you. I mean. Yeah, I expect it. I mean, if you have the Green Bay Packers thing on your computer, if you change oh, the yeah. Logo, yeah, I mean, sure would. go for it. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I thought McAfee coming there, like we're saying, that was that was a cool touch. Um, because McAfee, I mean, I actually have a lot of respect for him because I mean, he respects wrestling. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. You know, so, um, even though he was the punter, mm-hmm. you know, so you normally don't see the punter going that hard, but yeah, it, he does. <clears throat> but, um. Like we were talking about before we started recording, I didn't think it was horrible, but I didn't think the show was that great. It was kind of like right in the middle. Yeah, like you said uh, before we started recording, it was better than a Raw or a SmackDown. 
but it wasn't on the same level as the past several shows. Past several shows have been excellent. They kind of set the bar high with Backlash. And then that, because that was, that's one of the best shows they've done all year. And everything else has been good. It has been really good. So this one kind of fell off a little bit. But again, not a terrible show, you know, by any stretch. Just, in my opinion, not at the same level as the last several premium live events. Yeah. And uh, I mean, I'll talk about some of the positives that I noticed and then some of the uh, not so positives. Um, One of the things I will say, if you're going to have a three and a half, four hour show, you should probably have more than five matches. Yeah. that, That doesn't mean you have to have like, 14 matches like Wrestle Dream had. Right. Which all of them were good from what I understand. There wasn't a bad match in the bunch, but 14 matches is much. But five is too few, like you said, for a show that's three and a half, four hours long. And you know what? Speaking of like mathematics and economics, let me see. Uh, well, the matches, good Lord. Um, the shortest match was 10 minutes long. Yeah. Um, I mean, I appreciate them giving the matches time, but at the same time, it's like there was other, there were other things that should have been on that show, like Rhea Ripley title defense. Yes. You know, it's like, it's one thing you see on Twitter constantly, people are complaining. Roman hasn't defended the title and, 190 days or something like that. Roman is at the point where Roman is the attraction of WWE. Every time he is on television or a premium live event, they know it's going to, they know ratings are going to pop and they know tickets are going to get sold because his appearances are few and far between. I personally don't have an issue with that because I, gotten to the point to where with WWE, I got tired of seeing the champion on television every week. I I do, you know, I understand I'm kind of old school and you did not see you like flair. You didn't see on flair on TV every single week. He might come out and cut a promo, but you didn't see flair wrestle. He didn't wrestle every every week. week. Right. No, he didn't wrestle every week. And there were times you didn't get a flair promo flair was off wrestling some in some other territory or he was wrestling overseas. And so I, you know, we grew up with that. And then we also grew up with Hogan. You didn't see never, Hogan on TV. <laughs> the, only time I remember, the only time I ever remember really seeing Hogan on TV was when the angle with Orndorff was kicking off. Yeah. That. And then Saturday night's main event when, yep. you know, when, him and Savage fell out. Right. You know? I mean, there were there wasn't many times with no with Hogan. And so, show. you know, we grew up with that. I'm personally okay with that because, like, they kind of killed it for me with when John Cena was champion, and it's like, I get the world champion is the centerpiece of the company, but there are other people in the comp. There's other wrestlers in that company besides who's the world champion. And when John Cena, especially John Cena, not just him, but especially when Cena was the champion, 
the whole show was all about, you know, John Cena did this or somebody did this to John Cena or blah, 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 blah. blah. And it's like it took away from the other matches. Right. I feel like with how Roman's schedule is, everybody's getting a chance to breathe and actually be able to, you know, step up. I mean, look at what Shinsuke's done. Shinsuke's just reinvented himself from what they gave him to now he's back to what got him there in the first place. This is the Shinsuke Nakamura that I watched in New Japan Pro Wrestling. Shinsuke could be a bloodthirsty killer. Exactly. And, and it would be awesome. I would love yeah. that. Yeah. Right now, he's the he's like the final boss of an anime, and it works perfectly. He's playing mind games. He's vicious in the ring. It all works. Ah, they scored again. Yeah, they did. Just a field goal, they scored. Yeah, 10 to 3 Raiders. I just changed the background to the Raiders just for dwelling. Uh, you should have thought about having the Green Bay background. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay, I'll put it right. back. It was only a field goal, put it back. <laughs> um, if I had a Green actually, if I had a Green Bay background, I would, I would put a few. <laughs> but, but yeah, Shinsuke, in fact, um, that, ma- I, that match, along with a lot of the other ones on here, I did not, the, the matches themselves, I mean, were actually good. You know, Shinsuke and Seth Rollins, I mean, that was a brutal match, which it was designed was, to be a brutal match. Yeah, it was one of the better last man standing matches that they've put on in the last several years. Um, I just didn't agree with the outcome of that one. I mean, I could see, you know, well, with Shinsuke, it's like push, push, push. Oh, nope. Here, we're going to pull the rug out from under you. Yeah. And it's like they did it to him with, you know, they did it to him with AJ. You know, he wins the, he wins the Rumble, challenges AJ for the title. We're thinking we're getting AJ and Shinsuke from Wrestle Kingdom, you know, and the match was good but not that level of good. And, you know, like you said, push, push, push. And then, but we don't pull the trigger. That's what they've done with him and Seth Rollins. And it's like, this is his second opportunity at the title. And you've had a, you've had a one-on-one match and you've had a last man standing match. Generally last man standing match is the end of that feud. That's the rubber match. Yeah. But they've had two matches. Shinsuke's lost both of them, both title matches. Where does Shinsuke go from there? You can't put him back in the mid card. Nope. You pushed him to the main event, so you can't put him back in the mid card. But Seth Rollins has got to move on to somebody else unless unless they do a third match and actually let Shinsuke win. One thing that might help Shinsuke is him being part of a faction, I think. And yeah. that just now popped in my head because Shinsuke, I mean, he's kind of always been kind of alone. Mm-hmm. You know, he's the only time he's man. been in, only time he's been in kind of a group was on SmackDown when it was him, Cesaro and Sami Zayn. And Sami Zayn was the Intercontinental Champion and Cesaro and Shinsuke were the tag champions. I mean, that's not a hodgepodge. <laughs> I, I know, right? <laughs> Wow, but uh, but other than that, yeah, he's always been by himself, and I just don't know where they go from here with him losing this match. Was it a good match? Yes, 
but Shinsuke should have won. And one of the reasons we also kind of bring up Shinsuke already because our friend Kyle actually sent Joel and I a message and he mentioned Shinsuke. Uh, amongst others, he said, you know, he even said, look what they're doing to Nakamura. He said, you cannot expect people to pay to watch guys they know will lose. He's absolutely right. Yeah. I mean, especially, I mean, they did it to Shinsuke with AJ Styles. He had three, maybe four title matches. He had a match at WrestleMania, a match at Money in the Bank, a match at Saudi. I think he had four shots at AJ for the title. And and they still wouldn't let him win it. Samoa Joe is the same way. He had three straight matches yeah. with AJ for the title. Why you would not put your world... T- I don't understand anybody who would not put their world title on Samoa Joe. Exactly. I Because Samoa Joe, I mean, he looks the part. He can do just about everything in the ring. He's a big man, mm-hmm. but he can. he's quick as a cat. Yeah. Um, he's just cool. <laughs> you know, Samoa Joe is one of the coolest people in the ring. He just has that presence, and he's he's on that short list of people that when they talk, you believe every word that comes out of their mouth. Mm-hmm. Like, for me, Eddie Kingston is the realest dude in pro wrestling right now. But Samoa Joe's on on that list. Yeah. It's like everything he says, you feel it. You believe it. He is he he convinces you of what he's saying is right, and but WWE wouldn't pull the trigger. Now, in, in, when he was in NXT, he's he's the only three time NXT champion. Triple H would pull the trigger on him in NXT, mm-hmm. but Vince wouldn't do it in, on the main roster. And if this is how much stock that WWE will more NXT, you know, when he was. Um, with them that how much they had in him. You look at the, uh, I think it was two K 17. Um, when you were training, you know, your person, yeah, you had to beat Samoa Joe. Uh-huh. The very first thing, because yep. he was the one, he was the measuring stick for NXT. He was the very first match you had to have. And when we went and watched AEW um, dynamite, you know, God, it's almost a month ago now. Um, when Samoa Joe came out, my son actually looked and said, isn't he the one who was on 2K? I'm like, <laughs> sure was. Yep. You know, so uh, so that was him. But, yeah. Um, and one of the other things that Kyle actually talks about, you know, we're talking about the results of all these matches. One of the things I noticed literally right before we were starting to record, I don't know mm-hmm. why it didn't occur to me before. They had five matches. The results, um, and I'll just mention them real quick before we go over like an uh, examination of just the matches individually. Cody and Jey Uso over Judgment Day for, for the tag team titles. To we'll me, that get makes, into that. Yeah. We'll get into that, but that makes no sense. Yeah, it makes no sense. Um. Carlito, who was the mystery partner, mm-hmm. honestly, that one, it should not have been a surprise because Carlito, when they had the pay-per-view down in Puerto Rico, Carlito Backlash, showed up. yeah. Backlash, yep. yeah. That yep. Awesome show, like you said, one of the best pay-per-view, PLE, whatever. One of the best events that they've done a long time. Carlito showed up and showed, yeah, people 
still like Carlito. They never yeah. dislike Carlito, even when he was yeah. a bad guy, you know, spitting apples in people's faces. Yeah. You know, because they weren't cool. Yeah. You know, and I, I'm kind of kind of wish I would have actually met Carlito when they had the stuff in Williamsburg, Ohio, just right down the road a few years ago. Mm-hmm. You know, like this past time, you know, they had EC3. Last year, they had Jimmy Hart and Lance Archer. Yeah. A couple of years ago, they had Carlito. Oh, okay. And he's made appearances. So now, wish I'd met because once they go to WWE, they don't do They don't shots get to like do that. that, yeah. Yep. Uh, but Carlito's showing back up as part of the LWO. Makes sense. And but them over Bobby Lashley and Street Profits, and I know they're trying to turn Street Profits heel and Bobby Lashley. People don't want to boo them. No, and they don't want to boo Lashley either. Yeah, they don't want to boo all all three of them. I mean, if they're going to turn them heel, then they've got to go all in with it. It can't be. It can't be one week we've got the Street Profits jumping people from behind. And then the next week we've got the street profits coming out, you know, dancing and putting on a show when their theme music hits. And it's like, mm, mm. no, it's like pick a side. Yep. Don't be, it's not don't how be, you do a heel turn. Don't be straddling the fence. Yeah. You know, come out and actually do it. Uh, but the LWO, I mean, I know the LWO right now, they're not going to have them as heels. And it's almost right. like they needed an opponent. But why waste the Street Profits and Bobby Lashley, or even Bobby Lashley by himself? That's what why, I understand. why waste it? If you're trying to establish these three guys as a force to be reckoned with, then they should have ran through the LWO, especially. And no, no disrespect to Rey Mysterio or Santos Escobar, but the story should have been they already took out one member of LWO. So it was a two on one advantage. You know, there was a three on two advantage. They should have mowed through them to make a statement. There should have never been an opportunity for Carlito to come out at the end of the match and save the day. They should have just had them mow through Ray and Santos to make a statement. Like we told you what we were going to do. Here's how we're starting. We're coming for. They said in a, in a promo they were coming for everything. So mow through the U.S. champion and his partner, and make a statement. Instead, they get booked to lose on their first match as a trio. Yep, and, it makes absolutely no sense. Um, and like Kyle even said, the message he sent to us, he said, "This is the opposite of printing money." Exactly. And <laughs> with with Bobby Lashley in the Street Profits. You you can literally print money. That's mm-hmm. you know, yeah. Because we've said it before in the dictionary. You look at professional wrestling. You see a picture of Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley. JBL used to say it was Randy Orton. No, it nothing against Randy Orton, mm-hmm. but it's Bobby Lashley. I mean, everything about Bobby Lashley screams professional wrestler. It screams star. And Montez Ford is the same way. Yes. Angelo Dawkins is getting there. Angelo Dawkins, as far as his character work and how he carries himself, has improved so much. And it's like, just turn them heel. This is not one of those cases where you're doing the slow burn. We already know what they're supposed to be. So just turn them. This is not like on Raw where they've got Drew McIntyre doing the slow heel turn, doing the slow burn. Okay, that makes sense. 
But with the street profits, we already know. Bobby Lashley is supposed to be a heel anyway. If you're aligned with Bobby Lashley, it automatically makes you a heel. Just pull the trigger. Mm-hmm. And they, I don't know. They they need to figure out what they want to do with Lashley because you cannot let Bobby Lashley go somewhere else. You need to use him correctly. No. Um, and the street profits, same way. Uh, like you said, Montez Ford, I mean, as long as Montez, Montez Ford can actually stay healthy, because, I mean, just his style, I mean, the aerial style mm-hmm. is always injury. You have the risk of injury because mm-hmm. it's just very, very high impact. I mean, look at yeah. um, Mustafa Ali, look at Ricochet. Mm-hmm. You know, they've had more injuries because their style, I mean, it's very, uh, you know, well, gravity. <laughs> you know, yeah, gravity exactly. affects everybody. For them, it affects them more because, you know, our gravity. They're higher are, up, yeah. They're higher up, so. um. And Angelo Dawkins, he actually, his shape, I guess, but the best way to put it, kind of reminds me of like a Samoa Joe or even a Bam Bam Bigelow. Mm-hmm. And know? he is actually, you can tell he's been in the gym and has slimmed mm-hmm. down some. And it's like, you know, he's putting in the work. Montez always puts in the work. Lashley always puts in the work. You're supposed to reward hard work, not not feed them to, you know, not feed them to people that if you're going by believability, it is not believable that Santos and Rey Mysterio are beating Bobby Lashley and the street profits. Right. I mean, as much as what we love Rey Mysterio, mm-hmm. he's all a five foot one, maybe. Yeah. And Bobby Lashley would pick him up and break him like yeah. a toothpick with one he hand. Gets built, I think Ray gets Ray's build at like five, six, which makes him probably about five, four. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and even that might be stretching it. I yeah, mean, but I mean, I don't um, know. That just that outcome just did not make any sense to me. I mean, and I don't know. Uh, I felt like they were just like it. I felt like too. It messed up the match. It messed up the flow of the match because it seemed like everybody was just waiting around for Carlito to make his return. They should have had him come out at the very beginning, not yeah, yeah, because... yeah he should have yeah, he should have just came out with them, not be the surprise person because the focus wasn't on what was going in the ring going on in the ring, the focus was on who's the who's the third man, and you know this was the shortest match on the card, ten minutes, ten minutes for a six man match with a mystery partner, yeah. you know, so that one and by the way, one of the people in the match was the u s champion. Yeah. Why isn't he defending Again, the title? Why isn't he defending the title? Um, where's the Intercontinental Champion? Yeah. Where's the Intercontinental? No Intercontinental title match. No Ray women's tagged. No women's mm-hmm. World Championship match. No United States match. No, no women's, tag, women's team. tag team match. It's like, why have all these titles if you're not going to put them on these big shows? And. Yeah, and, and like I said, the match itself, I mean, was not bad. No, not, it wasn't bad, you know, but but this the way, one, but the way it was set actually, up, though, this one could have been like a Raw or SmackDown match. But exactly, that's what I was going to say. This one yeah. was the way it was booked was more of you know something you'd see, not even the main event of Raw or SmackDown, but maybe second hour of the show, right? And um. I'm going to jump back to the very first match. And because I think we both have a lot to say about this one. 
Cody and Jey Uso defeated the Judgment Day for the undisputed WWE Tag Team Championship. Okay, which makes no no sense, no sense at all. Um, Not a bit. Um, I believe it's is it Cultaholic. They had they've had like the they rank like certain things. They had this whole series where they rank whatever, and it's like every tag team champion mm-hmm. you know ever in WWE. And the one, the two that actually they put at the very bottom, below um, Braun Strowman and Nicholas, <laughs> you know, when they won, that was yeah. that was a travesty. Yeah. But they have any team put together just to split them apart or any mm-hmm. team, you know, and, um, and what was the other one? Any team that was a team, but they give them the titles just to split them apart. Yeah, it, and you've got the Judgment Day, which, you know, took a little while to get where they needed to be. They had to gain some traction, you know, jump some hurdles or whatever. They're an excellent faction. Mm-hmm. Everybody's playing their roles perfectly. Everybody had a championship. Keep the titles there for a while. There was no reason to take the belts off of, you know, Finn and Priest to a makeshift team of Cody and Jay who didn't need the tag titles anyway. And this was their very first match as a team. You want to exactly kill your credibility of your tag teams in the yeah. title? Yeah. You, you should work their way up to getting that title. Treat the titles. Don't treat don't treat it like it's a prop. Exactly. Treat it like an actual championship. Because if, yep. if we were to go up to anybody in boxing or any other kind of you know combat sport and say, hey, this person's never had a match before. We want to put them against the world title. You'd get laughed at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd say there's a whole but, lot of people in front of them. Yeah. But, hey, we're going to throw this together, and we're going to throw these two together and give them a tag title shot, and, hey, they win. It's like, I don't understand. Because now, here's the problem, too. The Bloodline was the best story they had had in forever. Somewhere along the way, they managed to mess that up because (laughs) you got Jay. Okay, the Jay Uso part is fine. You got Jay. He broke away from the bloodline. You know, he moved to the other the other brand. All that. He's a face now. All that. For me, it's the Jimmy part that's the problem. Solo is where he's always been. Mm -hmm. Jimmy. It's flip-flopping, and it's like it doesn't make any sense because you super kick Roman, you know, because you said that's what Jay should have done a long time ago. And then y'all end up, you know, beating Roman in a tag match. But then Jay gets a shot at the title at SummerSlam, and Jimmy super kicks his brother. And then the lame explanation is, I don't want you to turn into him. But now he's back trying to get in the good graces of the person he turned on to begin with. So it's like, I I don't understand where this is going now. I should have asked Rikishi when I met him. (laughs) Yeah. I did ask him about Pensacola and he did tell me he still has property there, but that's another story. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, yeah, he's like, yeah, I got property there, bro. And I was like, all right, cool. Um, yeah, yeah, but it, 
they just shot the credibility of Priest and Balor as a team. Um, and unless they're going to hot shot the titles back to them, which in that case, they should have never taken them off to begin mm-hmm. with, just like with Dom and the North American Championship. That made no sense. Because it was a great moment for Trick Williams, who had, has worked his tail off to improve and get over, and he is over. He's like the hottest thing in NXT right now. They have him win the North American title, and then a week later, he drops it back to Damien. I mean, not Damien, Dominic. Yeah, I, I mean, it just... I mean, if you're going to have... It, wa- have... It, it wasted a potential championship run of Trick Williams, which I think could have been really good. And then... It's getting to the point where it's it does Dom do excellent heel work? Yes. But it's making him look weak because he can't win it on his own. Exactly. He has to have the entire faction come out to help him win every single time. And it's like sooner or later, you gotta do it by yourself. Uh, and not just a little bit of no, the entire faction. Yeah. Not Inclu- just Rhea. Yeah. Everybody's coming out, including JD McDonough, the that, that- official member. The hanger on prospect guy. Yeah. You know. And yeah, so uh and like I said, I mean, once again, none of the matches themselves were horrible. Um No, it was a good I mean, it was a good tag match. But by, by the but, way, it's, it's halftime. Raiders are up ten to three. I just figured I'd mention that. <laughs> yeah, I got it. Yeah, yeah, I they're play, they're playing in Vegas, so Yeah. But anyway, um we suck this year, but we're still not as bad as the Bears. So, <coughs> um, speaking the of Bears that, are, Bears are zero four. Speaking of that, I just saw uh, our friend James from high school. <laughs> the thing that he posted it said every professional sports team had won a game since was it since Elon Musk bought Twitter? Yeah. Except for the Bears. Except for the Bears, yeah. <laughs> and they Except have the not, Bears. until they finally won last week against the Broncos, and the Broncos are horrible. The Broncos are behind the, and I'm a Raiders fan, been a Raiders fan for 40 years, and yeah. there are now the, um, they're bad this year, and the Broncos yeah. are worse. The Packers Bron- are bad this year. Of course, we've got, you know, rookie quarterback. Um, yeah. You know, he needs time to just, you know, Everything needs time to gel when you get a new quarterback in there. So. Um, yeah, I mean, and the Broncos just got – they got folded up by the Dolphins. Oh, yeah. This uh, – 70 points. The, the second largest yeah. um, points in a regular season game, third largest overall because the 1970 uh, – the 1940 championship game, the Bears, oddly enough, beat the Redskins 73 to nothing. Yeah. So Here's but, the thing. They could have. They could have gone. They could have gotten seventy three if they'd have gone for the field goal because mm-hmm. they still had like over five minutes left on the clock. And my thing is, go if at this point go for it. You're not embarrassing the Broncos any more than you've already done for four quarters. Go go ahead. This is a professional team. This is not college. College they is, actually. Yeah, this is not college with yeah. the mercy rule. This is professional if i mean it's not it wasn't you know it wasn't the dolphins fault that the broncos defense was was notebook paper yeah (laughs) i mean just that's all it was because they were just getting shredded i would have gone for the 
I would have gone for the field goal and got 73. Yep. That's that's how we roll. I mean, <laughs> um, but back to, um, you know, the, the sport we watch the most. Yeah. Um, you know, the next match, triple threat for the WWE Women's Championship, Honestly, I was not really all that excited for this match. Even the competitors, even I just, I was like, why are, um, once again, not a bad match. I mean, the three women who were in there, you knew it was going to be, that you were going to have some good stuff going on. Um, but it just almost seemed for 17 minutes and 20 seconds, which is funny enough, the next match, the other tag team match was also 17 minutes and 20 seconds. Um, (laughs) Kind of a wild coincidence, but, um, but Io Sky over Oscar Charlotte Flair um, by pinfall, and it just was like mm, I, I just it, it was one of it like it never got into second gear. It's like yeah, that, yeah. It's that's like by, way the, put it. by the time things really got going, it was over. Yeah, and they can they can miss me with Charlotte showing Io Sky how to do a proper moonsault because Charlotte's moonsault is garbage. It's always been garbage. It's always going to be garbage. EO sky has a fantastic moonsault. The only person has a better one than EO sky is Tiffany Stratton in NXT. Her moonsault is Kurt angle esque. Beautiful. It is that pretty of a moonsault. And you know, have you ever seen Christopher Daniels wrestle, um, where he, when he does like a moonsault, he'll jump up on the ropes. Oh, and then it, spring it. And did yeah. Tiffany Stratton does. She jumps all the way up to the top, and then does a picture perfect, just a beautiful moonsault. You'll have to look her up on YouTube and okay. and check it out because kind, of, kind of like Lita. I used to love Lita's moonsault. Yeah. Um. But I mean, she gets she gets the arch perfect. She like I said, it's like. Kurt Angle in his prime moonsault. It's that pretty. And my problem with this match was Charlotte shouldn't have been in it in the first place. I'm tired of them horn-shoeing Charlotte Flair into title yeah. opportunities. She, You can't have her just, oh, well, I've been gone for three, four months. I come back. I'm autom- automatically top of the food chain. No, you're bottom. Work your way back up. Work your way back up. I don't yeah. care that your last name is Flair. Work your way back up. Just like we we're saying about the tag team match, you know, yeah. for the titles. You work yeah. your way up. By the way, one thing I forgot to mention about that one, I don't know if you noticed during the commentary, they said Finn Balor uh, was part of the Bullet Club. Yes, and they said and they said Cody was part of the Bullet Club also. Yes, so they actually mentioned the Bullet Club, not mm-hmm. the club. The club, or not a faction in Japan like they did when AJ first got there. Yeah. Um, by the way, I think you can tell it's Hunter. He's the one. Oh, yes. It's definitely out. Hunter. Yeah. yeah. Vince Vince is not going to acknowledge anybody, and Hunter will acknowledge, you know, other companies and things like that. Uh, the only good thing about Charlotte being in this match is that she ate the pin. Yep. Which I like that. EO Sky winning was the right move. The only problem is it should have been EL Sky versus Asuka one on one with no Bailey interference. Love Bailey, but 
they're making EO look weak because it's making her look it's making it's not making her look weak, it's making her look stupid because Bailey's interfering every single time and helping EO win the title, even though EO doesn't see her doing it. So eventually it's going to come to Bailey's going to be like, well, I'm the reason that you you're still the champion because I'm the one that's been helping you out every single time you defend the title. Bailey's eventually going to turn on her. They're, they're, you know, Right, you know, you can and tell it, they're heading they're heading that direction. Yeah, I mean, they're heading that way, yeah. and that's that's fine because you know, Bill Sky can be a great villain. I've seen it in NXT, but she can always also be an excellent babyface. I've seen that in NXT. I've seen it in Stardom. So, um, I think that program will be good. Especially, we know how Bailey is. She is, you know, she's selfless and she will do the job and put you know put Eel Sky over. But I just think the way they're booking it right now is just making EO Sky look dumb because she thinks she's winning on her own when actually Bailey's behind the scenes distracting the ref or doing something else. Mm-hmm. And, you know, behind EO's back after EO's already told her, I don't want any help. And I think, well, next, what's next, PLE? Um, it's out, it's a, is it Saudi? Uh, I'm about to go look right now. Um, I think it's Crown Jewel. Crown Jewel. Is the next one. Yeah, Crown Jewel is the next one. Um, let's see. And after yeah. that, it should be Survivor Series. Be Survivor Series. Yep. So if we go by, well, logic, which if, if Hunter's doing it, then we logic will actually come into play. Yeah. If, if Vince is doing it, he'll figure out some way to bring back Cena to win their, their the women's title. But, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I can see them you know, Sky defending the title at Crown Jewel while she's wearing a burqa because, well, Saudi. And, mm-hmm. yeah, still don't really care for that. But, I yeah. mean, hey, it's their rules, so we got to go. Yeah. All right. Um, but that is when, you know, she and Bailey, you know, actually finally kind of split, mm-hmm. which means Bailey and Eosky for the title at Survivor Series. Makes sense. Yeah. Yep. Um, um, as long as or, they don't do as long as they do don't don't do that brand warfare crap again like they do with every Survivor Series because if that's the case then you got to have Eel Sky and Rhea Ripley. Women's champion versus women's champion. I'd watch that. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> That'd be an excellent match. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I but I agree. Sooner or later, it's going to be EO and Bailey for the women's title. Um, yeah, and EO Sky. I mean, like I said, every single one of these matches, the face one. EO Sky. I mean, I know it's kind of kind of pushing the same issues face, but you can kind of see they're kind of playing the seats for a yeah. face turn. Yeah, um, they're they're pushing her that way. Yeah. Uh. And really, the crowd's doing it because, you know. Yes, the crowd crowd, loves Eos guy. crowd loves her, and they're just, they're kind of doing with with her what they did with Seth Rollins, and they're kind of organically just turning her face, which is how it should be anyway. Exactly. Kind of like, actually, um, this team, both the guys in this team, because really, you know, John Cena and L.A. Knight over the bloodline, which, by the way, a team that was just put together, 
beat the bloodline who are have been dominant over the past couple of years? Yeah, I mean, for three years, it's been, you know, the bloodline's been running roughshod. I get that sooner or later, somebody's got to beat them. We got that with Sammy and KO at WrestleMania. But they don't need to keep losing because the story's not done yet. Right. So I feel like Triple H fell asleep and Vince slid into the chair and booked that tag title match. Because that's 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 a classic Vince McMahon thing is to let's he I mean going back as far as the Attitude Era let's have let's throw the hodgepodge team in there and have them beat the dominant champions on their first time as a team I mean they did it with Undertaker and Steve Austin they beat Kane and yep. Mankind for the tag titles the first time they were a team which and- was another hodgepodge team that was thrown together. Exactly. But at least with Kane and Mankind, it worked. You know, mm-hmm. it was, you know. Similar characters. Yeah, similar characters. You know, similar mindset. But mm-hmm. with, you know, Austin and Undertaker is like, and they just, like you said, they treated the tag titles as a prop. It was just to further the story leading into SummerSlam because Austin was the champion and Undertaker wanted to shot the title. Yep. And... And I am right when I say John Cena, I mean, because he started out as a heel mm-hmm. and but gradually organically became oh, yeah. not just when a was, face, but the face. Yeah. When he was doing the rapper gimmick, yeah, he was a heel, but then the crowd got behind him and it just, it just snowballed. And it's like, it got to where, oh, we've got to push this guy because the fans are like, this is who we want. Because he was good. Mm-hmm. I could, you know, John Cena was one. The first couple of times I saw him, I'm like, okay, I don't know, I don't know who the white V boy is, but yeah. he's good. He's yeah. very, very good in the ring, and um, and then he did change his gimmick around a little bit. You know, he he's not you know doing a um a freestyle before every yeah. match anymore. Yeah, you know, and now he was good at it. Yeah, you know, but after a while, he's like, crap, I got to think of something again. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, Here's the but, thing with Cena too that I've always thought. You know, the whole you can't wrestle thing. That's just dumb. Cena's mm-hmm. a sponge, though. Cena is going to, if, you, if he's in the ring with a Seth Rollins or a CM Punk or a Shawn Michaels or whoever, guys of that caliber, John Cena can hang with him. He mm-hmm. steps, he always steps his game up. You stick him in the ring with the great Kali or, you know, guys with less talent. You know, people are like, oh, well, that's a, you know, Jacina was in a crappy match. So Cena can't wrestle because you weren't carrying the great Kali anywhere. Nobody could. <laughs> if Triple H and The Undertaker could not get a good match out of the great Kali, nobody else was going to. They tried. They they tried I mean, their best. Uh, but LA Knight, I mean, we know just what was it, six months ago. I mean, he was a heel. Oh, yeah. But yeah, he, was, he, was, he was good, great personality. Charisma mm-hmm. and people just started cheering him, and yeah. Well, now he, I would say he's the, currently the most popular person in the company. Oh yeah, and he is the past. I think this is the third month in a row he has been the highest merchandise seller. I can believe it. And because I think the top three in the company is him, Roman, and Cena, as far as merchandise right. goes. Makes sense. 
Um, and Cena's always going to be up there because I mean, oh yeah, just Cena, Cena, you know. Yeah. Um, but now they're going to be pushing this whole thing. Oh, Tribal Chief's going to come back. He's not going to be happy about it. Well, nobody's, you know, it just, it doesn't make sense. People are happy LA night one Cena because I mean, he's, um, the writer strike is over. So he's going to be heading back out to Hollywood. Oh yeah. He's going to head, head back out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but LA night's over. They need Very to, over. they need to strap that rocket to him now. Mm-hmm. Maybe not necessarily be the one that beats Roman for the title, but he could definitely be the one that beats Seth for the title. Yes. And, you know, because if they don't push him to some sort of championship soon, I'm afraid he's going to lose that momentum because the crowd get, you know, us as fans, we get frustrated when we know a guy should be moving up the ladder and the company doesn't do it because they think they know better. And it's like, I get we're not bookers, but we're the one paying the bills. So, yep. you know, you're supposed to be catering to us, not us catering to the bookers, you know. Exactly. You, you cannot force. I mean, it, it's almost like, you know, like movies and TV shows. Mm-hmm. You know, you can advertise it all day long. You can say this is going to be the greatest thing since before sliced bread. Yeah. But if people aren't interested in watching it, they're not going to watch it. You know, exactly. Especially and I mean, when word of mouth comes out and says, yeah, it stinks. Yeah. I mean, say what you want about Fast and Furious franchise, which I love the Fast and Furious franchise from Fast Five on. I've the never watched any be- of them. Seriously. The stuff before that, I saw the first one in the theater, and then it was like, and then the second one was trash, and then Tokyo Drift was trash, and then the fourth one was kind of, it was okay, but then Fast Five, where they quit worrying so much about the the street racing culture, and it became this huge, over-the-top blockbuster series, right. it's just dumb fun. It's like, you just sit down and just watch it, and... You know, people hate on it all the time, but it's one of the most successful franchises ever. Is it as, as successful as this? Police Academy? I'm going to say it's a little bit more successful <laughs> than Police Academy. Just, but you got to admit, the first the first few Police Academies were good. After that, yeah. though, it became, they just repeat, 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 repeat. Yeah, repeat. they just recycled everything. They should have <laughs> kept that as like one or two movies three tops, but it should not have gone seven. I thought, I thought part four is okay. The citizens on patrol, but, um, but yeah, after that, yeah, I mean, four, like mm-hmm. I said, okay. I mean, it could have done with, you didn't need it. The first three though, you know, mm-hmm. you could just let it go on that, but here's the genius of Paul Heyman with this whole bloodline thing. Do you notice Paul Heyman's hair? I did. In fact, the, I think the commentators even pointed out that he, he's gone gray. Paul Heyman has stopped. Paul Heyman's been dyeing his hair for several years. He's been what's left of it anyway. He's been dyeing it. He stopped dyeing it so yeah. that. I, yeah, I know the feeling. <laughs> yeah. He stopped dyeing it to give the impression that with everything going on with Jimmy being such a loose cannon and with Roman not being around. And so he's trying to hold the bloodline together. 
so he looks stressed and he looks worn, you know, mentally worn out. Just that little touch of mm-hmm. just not dyeing his hair and letting his hair be white to show how stressed and nervous that he is. Uh, he, about Paul, all this. Paul Heyman is a wrestling genius. He uh, really yeah, is. it's like, and it, it's like he doesn't, he didn't have to change anything about his presentation except that one little thing and made it all work. Oh, they still shouldn't have had a team put together to beat the bloodline, but, <laughs> but, no, but, but this will make neither, his hair grow even grayer. Here's the thing. Neither team. Okay. Did LA Knight need to win that match? Absolutely. Yes. Because, you know, high profile match. He's tagging with John Cena, who is not the greatest of all time. And I don't give a crap what they say. Is Is he a legend? Absolutely. But, Pushing this whole, he's the greatest of all time when you've had Steve Austin, The Rock, Randy Savage, Hulk Hogan, Ricky Steamboat, Ric Flair, Undertaker. When you've had Shawn Michaels, Triple H, Mm -hmm. all these guys on your roster, I'm sorry. John Cena's a legend, but not the greatest of all time. No. Um, Because some of his moves, to be honest with you, are kind of sloppy looking. His yes. his STF is has always been garbage. Yeah, it's it's I, I've I, I've seen hundreds of guys over the over the years watching wrestling use you know the the step over crossface, and I'm like when John Cena started using it, I'm like okay because nobody can really mess that up. Yeah, he did. He, he, it he did. Now, granted, it's, it's it's better than the Rock's sharpshooter. Uh, yeah, because <laughs> the Rock sharpshooter was trash. Yeah, yeah. Just, now, but the rock bottom made up for it. Yeah, yeah. Not um, so much the people's elbow. Not the um, people's elbow. That's just you know an elbow drop with a little bit of theatrics. Yeah, and the, and the guys laying there going, "Can we just get this over with?" Exactly. <laughs> just like just like the five knuckle shuffle. It's yeah. like it's a fist drop. Yeah. Only Jerry Lawler can get away with winning a match with a fist drop. Or Ted DiBiase. Or Ted DiBiase. Now I like I like his. He would come kind of sideways, and and he would a lot of times. Yeah, he'd come sideways. Sometimes he'd come off the second rope. But yeah, love that one. But it was seen in the the AA. Honestly, it looks like it's just kind of a fireman's carry into a suplex. It is. That's all it is. Yeah. Yeah, Um, it's just yeah, it's just a fireman's carry into like yeah, back suplex, almost. Yeah, like. And his drop kick honestly looks kind of awkward, but I think also because Cena's left-handed, but he's trying to do it like he's right-handed, just like mm-hmm. Bret Hart's drop kick also looks awkward for the opposite yeah. reason. Bret Hart's right-handed, but he does a left-handed style yeah. drop kick. Um, but and don't get me wrong, Cena, I don't think he. No, I definitely don't think he's greatest of all time. Um, I definitely think promo. Oh my God, how many people can cut a promo on Cena's level? There ain't. Many. Oh yeah. I mean, there ain't many. Right. Uh, but Moose set in the ring. Now, Cena's, you know, probably yeah. a little bu- above average, but he's not the pinnacle. Yeah, it's Cena's always been one of those. He's got to be in the ring with somebody that can bring it out of him. Yeah. Like, like I said earlier, like with the with Shawn Michaels, I mean, they went an hour in London, and he kept up with Shawn Michaels, and that that's not an easy feat, even at that stage of Shawn's career wasn't an easy feat to keep up with Charles Michaels for an hour. Exactly. And, you know, so um, 
Don't like the I didn't like the outcome of the match. LA Knight should have yeah, LA Knight needed a win, should have won. I just don't think it should have been against the bloodline. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um now last match, last man standing, like I said before, this feels like the rubber match in mm-hmm. a way because this this is usually like the feud ender. But yeah. Seth Rollins, Shinsuke for the World Heavyweight Championship. I still don't know what 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 is this title supposed to mean, by the way? Because you have Roma's undisputed, then they just kinda of like, all right, we're gonna have a tournament for a new title, but we're gonna give it the lineage of the other title. It's like, no, this is a new title. Yeah. But it's like and here's the thing, if they're gonna if they're gonna do the brand split and you've got a women's world champion and a men's world champion over here, and then you've got the WWE women's champion and then the undisputed universal champion over here and stop letting people cross over from show to show. Right. Like, you know, judgment day is all over the place. I don't mind so much the NXT part because that gets some main event. They get some main roster talent right. to work, work that, with the NXT bunch. Honestly, to me, that's like a minor league player being pulled yeah. up, you know, yeah. Hey, you know what? We need somebody, uh-huh. um, you know, for the game against, um, yeah, I don't know the Reds. You know, against the Cardinals, that was like yeah. the last. You know, hey, we need somebody to come up. You know, so hey, you've been looking good coming up. We'll see mm-hmm. how you're looking now. Yep. And uh, but but it needs uh, to be a clean split. Yeah, exactly. And that way, you've got you got all your stories over here on Raw, and then you've got all your stories over here on SmackDown. The problem is they have one true faction left because they best with the bloodline. Mm-hmm. So they've got the Judgment Day, which was working. Everything was working. And if anybody thinks anybody that Finn Balor or Damian Priest is the leader of that group, they are wrong. Rhea Ripley is the leader of that group. And as for me, it just, solidif- it just solidified it for me when she told Priest, you're not cashing in tonight, and then said briefcase, and he gave it to her. And then she's like, rest up. We'll do it another night. That's it. That's she's the leader of the group. She calls the shots. And I like that. I like that because WWE has never really done that before. Like when China was in DX, she was the enforcer, but she wasn't the leader of the group. Rhea is like the enforcer and the leader at the same time. And when Damian handed the briefing, he went, okay. Yeah, he's just like, <laughs> Okay. Here you go. Whatever, mom. Yeah, um, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Here, mom. Crap. I just wanted to leave with a belt. Yeah. That would look sort of tagging title. They can't catch him. And see, this is what that's what I wanted to see though, because when when they lost the tag, I actually didn't see the part where Rhea, you know, but mm-hmm. I mean I did hear about it, but I didn't actually yeah. because when I watched the, the show. I was yeah. already late to mm-hmm. the party. So right. I was, gotcha. I was, every, after every match, I was like, I don't want to watch all the video thing. That's when I realized also mm-hmm. three and a half, four hours for a show, five matches. They had a lot of videos, a lot of video packages. Yes. Yes. And so I was fast forwarding through the video packages um, and I was going, oh my God, how long is this? <laughs> you know, why did that, you know, um, and so I kind of missed that part, but like I said, I mean, I did hear about it later. And 
but when I'm watching the last man standing match, which was a good match, it was brutal. Mm-hmm. It was what we expected, you know, especially from these yeah. two guys, we know they can bring it. Uh, I did want Shinsuke to win. Um, especially when he sprayed the mist. And- oh yeah. When he sprayed the mist, that should, that would have been the perfect time for Seth not to make the 10 count and Shinsuke be the champion. Exactly. And the way they were very creative about like, when Seth was almost counted out and he rolled out and his feet went down on the arena floor, I was like, yep. okay, that's genius. I like that. Yeah. Uh-huh. I was waiting because um, there was still time left. It was somewhere between three and a half to four hours because I'm thinking there's still time left to hit that because, you know, Mark, Yeah, they could. I wonder if Damon's going to come out and cash in because after yeah. last week's standing match, I mean, they're beat to death. And then it didn't happen. I'm like, it just ended. I'm like, that's it? Yeah. And uh, I think that they should have had Damien cash in because he just lost the tag titles. Perfect time for him to cash in. Yeah, he could have pulled an edge because Edge had done that in several times. Like, even the same show, like, he lost at Elimination Chamber. I forget the year, but he was the World Heavyweight Champion. And lost the world heavyweight title. Nope. He was WWE champion. Lost the WWE title. Then that was when he attacked Kofi and took his place in the world heavyweight title match and ended up leaving with the world heavyweight title. I mean, the briefcase... It's easy easy to book. Yeah, the briefcase gives you the freedom... To book it that way and the problem now with priest being mr money in the bank is they've got a little less than three months mm-hmm. for him to cash in because once the royal rumble comes nobody's caring about the money in the bank briefcase because they're on the road to wrestlemania the only thing the only the only thing that could happen is if he cashed it in at wrestlemania which, of course, Seth Rollins did. Yeah, Seth Rollins did. And so far, he's been the only person that's ever mm-hmm. cashed in at WrestleMania. But if they're going to pull the trigger on Priest as champion, they need to do it now. Yep. While, I, I mean, this would have... While people are still interested, because it, it's exactly. going to get to the point, but they're going to... Because they're going to lose interest once the Royal Rumble season comes. Mm-hmm. Once... Once Royal Rumble and Mania season comes, people are going to be interested in who's winning the Rumble, who's who's going to WrestleMania. Everybody's going to be fantasy booking all that stuff. And they're not going to be worried about who's carrying the Money in the Bank briefcase. Uh, so overall, I can't give the show a five, but it definitely can't. You know, man, I, I, it's somewhere around a three. Um, I was going to say a three, maybe three and a half. Yeah, it was like I said. It was a good show. It was, it was better than a Raw or SmackDown show, but it wasn't to the level that it wasn't to the level of what they've been giving us the past few months. Right, and having only five matches, don't you don't have your Intercontinental title, you don't have the women's tag, you don't have um, whichever title. Uh, Rhea Ripley carries. I don't yeah, even. The, I, I don't even know anymore because I keep changing uh, the names now. Yeah, uh, Rhea's is called the Women's World Title, and then Ray is the U.S. Champion, and he's yeah. in a tag match instead of defending his title. 
and not even a, a six man match. Yeah. I, I mean, put it, you know, put him against Lashley. That, yeah. I, I'd six, actually, I'd, a, I'd watch that too. <laughs> yeah. A six, a six man match where they're shorter member and they still win. Right. Makes no sense. So they're stopping. I mean, of course, we, we never know. I mean, right now, as we're recording this, it's uh, two hours and almost 10 minutes into Raw. So we have no yeah. idea what's been happening. Yes, I know the score. The score's tied now. <laughs> yes, I already <laughs> I was, saw that. I, ju- I just looked and I was getting ready to tell you. Score's tied now, buddy. Yeah, score's tied 10 10. You know, <laughs> the score is 10 to 10. The Raiders are winning. There we go. Anyway. Nah. <laughs> but. Um, it's like, what's the score? Nothing, nothing. Who's winning? Yeah. The Bears. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> nah. nah. Um, <laughs> no, the Bears aren't really winning anything this year. But, yeah, you know, so that's one of the things. I mean, I don't get why they only had the five matches. The vroom, vroom, every time they did a replay. Like, I mean, I didn't know what was going on because I was like, huh? One thing, though, I totally missed because this happened on the pre show. Was Jade Cargill showed up in WWE? I, I saw that. Uh, they show, I didn't watch the pre show, but they did show a clip during yep. the main show of her showing up. And one, I'm glad they're letting her keep her name. Yes. And they're not changing it to something stupid because it's like, leave it be. It's, it's fine. Just let her do what she was doing in AEW. Just help her ramp it up, you know. And don't mess with the don't 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 mess with the formula though. She's 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 good at what she does. So don't mess that up. And I totally missed it because like I said, I was fast I didn't watch the pre-show and then I was fast forwarding, mm-hmm. you know, trying to catch up. Yeah, and, through the thing. Yeah. Um and here's a wild thing. When I was watching the last match and it had probably maybe or maybe 10, 15 minutes left of the whole show. And all of a mm-hmm. sudden, it just stopped. And I'm like, what the crap is going on? Trying to get back on? They had already they basically stopped every single bit of it. And it said, okay, the replay will be available soon. So I had to watch like the last however many minutes of the um, the last man standing match the next day. Once they uh, made the replay available. <laughs> I'm like, are you gotcha. kidding me? You know, um, it's like, y'all couldn't, it was buffering. Y'all had to just, uh, um, yeah. But yeah, we, um, because I had, I was at my in-laws house that night uh, because my son's birthday was uh, last Wednesday. And, you know, we actually went to my in-laws house on Saturday uh, to have a birthday party for him. By the way, it was a Batman themed party. To, <laughs> if we have a picture of the cake, I'll have to send it to you. Okay. And all he's believing, he is all about Batman right now. Right. You know, because he's like, Hey, tell Dwayne I got this. Hey, ask Dwayne about this. Hey, tell Dwayne. Like, I was like, you know what? Next time I come on, you ask him. <laughs> you know? but, um, but we were at their house. The pay-per-view has already started. And I was like, all right, I'll just catch it. You know, hopefully I've noticed sometimes it'll let you watch it from the beginning. Sometimes it won't. Some that don't. Yeah. It, it's odd how that happens. I mean, I don't know if that may have been a glitch when it was not letting you, but, um, but like I said, I was fast forward trying to catch up. I'm like, I don't need to watch the video packages. That's when I realized how long the video packages were. And then, you know, finally got, I was like, all right, I'm almost caught up. What do you mean? It just ended. What? What the? <laughs> wow! But oh, um, and while we were getting ready to record this, Kyle actually sent us another message, and he has some questions. 
fun questions. And I like this. I don't know if you've seen the message yet or not, because I mean, he, uh, right I before, um, he's, he said, fun question. Would you rather take one, a suplex from Brock Lesnar, two, a chop from Gunther, three, a spear from Goldberg? I'll take the spear from Goldberg. You know, I'm kind of inclined. The, the Brock Lesnar suplex, forget it. Um, I'm not taking that German where he throws me halfway across the ring. Right. Gunther's not collapsing my lung. Exactly. I'll just take the bruised or broken ribs from the spear from Goldberg. You ever had a cracked rib? Yes. Yeah. They don't feel good. No. Um, but that but, chop or that suplex is going to feel worse. <laughs> and, yeah, I mean, that, Definitely not the suplex because he just flings you and you're kind of prone. Uh, well, oh, yeah. actually, it depends on what kind of suplex. If it's That's the ver- the way he does the vertical, I would take that one. I'm not taking the German. I'm not taking the belly to belly. Yeah. Um, maybe yeah. a side suplex. You don't see a side suplex anymore. Not you much. Know? Which yeah. is a, it's kind yeah. of a cool move. That was a Ted DiBiase. He used to do that perfect. Yeah, I agree. A, a standard suplex, yeah, I'll take that over the over, you know, I'll take that one over the other two. But if it's a German, if it's any other variation of a suplex, forget it. Forget it. Just give me, just give me the spear. Um, and Kyle also sent us a video. Uh, we had mentioned it last uh, episode about him doing his bench press, and he was benching five eighty-five. Yeah, that's crazy. That's that, like you said before we started. That's me and you stacked together. That he's lifting. That he's lifting. Kyle is bench pressing me and Jwaylen together mm-hmm. at the same time. Yep. Um, and so if you ever see a picture of Kyle, though, you'll see his he has a big barrel chest. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but I mean, he's the kind of workout that he's doing to me. Um, but the best way to describe it to me is almost like micro measurements because. He's having to sit to where he only goes down a certain amount. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, he's not bouncing off his chest. I mean, he's going down yeah. a certain amount, but then having to push it back up, which would yeah. be more, even more difficult than letting it come down all the way. So you can have that. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, no, you got to stop. And now you got to push back. So yep. it's like a micro tuning in a way. Yeah. You know, so that's taking it to a next level. <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> that's a level Dwayne and I will never see ever. Yeah. No. Um, but not everybody can do that. So, I mean, we gotta, we gotta give Kyle some props on that. Mm-hmm. Um, he can bench press me and Jalen. You know? <laughs> um, but speaking of shout outs, uh, um, want to give a shout out to finisher wrestling. They hit me up this past Friday. Hey, can you do a podcast? Unfortunately, I could not because Avery, my daughter, she was in town. Oh, deck on it. Um, You'll see. You'll watch the score. We'll get you <laughs> Packers are up uh, 13-10, whatever. Um, we're winning. But my daughter, of course, you know, she came in uh, Thursday night, and she was here Friday and Saturday. She was Sunday, you know, to be uh, here for my son's birthday. Um, and also, you know, uh, she was helping out because my wife's foot is still uh, – my wife, actually, her first full day of work was today. You know, she done a couple of half days last week, and now, you know, today was all day long. She pushed through it. She was tired. Which mm-hmm. pushed through it, but my daughter was actually helping with a lot of stuff around the house. And so I was, you know, spending time with her. So I wasn't able to do the, um, their podcast. Uh, but, you know, definitely want to, um, the way they always put it with us, got to run it back. 
Yeah, you know, they never, they hit me up too, but I was on a date with my wife, so right. I couldn't so do it either. Um, and so I feel bad, you know, but um, sometimes I mean we just just can't do it, you know. But yeah. we definitely got to get back together. Those guys got to run it back. Um, you know, and Ted, we need to get Ted back on because I think yeah. once once I think we're kind of back getting back into the groove, so we can have mm-hmm. start getting people back on. Um, so Ted, he'll be able to heal the pod father. Also, BC Hunter. Wrestling with the truth, wrestling with the eighties, wrestling with the war. Um, gotta go definitely gotta go check him out. Yeah. And the Dad World Order, you know, they managed to get Al Snow on their show. Uh yeah. I yeah, mean yeah. And you know, it was a great episode. But I mean those guys, I mean, they're they're hustling. I mean, they're they're working. And you ever see them, I mean, they're they're traveling, not just for like from Cincinnati to Dayton. I mean, they're going like out to like Iowa. Oh and wow. Catching shows like that. Um, another person we haven't really mentioned, Kenny Cummings. I'll have to, you know, get the links for his, his podcast. Kenny lives down in Lexington. Okay. He was in Chillicothe. Did you see the pictures I sent? Because I looked mm-hmm. up and I just looked and I just started shaking my head. You know, but Kenny travels a lot. You know, um, you know, he's a fan and he has his own podcast and he interviews he interviews people from the NWF plus um the the company that's out closer to Lexington, um, I, I think it's when Larry D's doing it. Was it New South? Um, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but you'll see. I do believe this T-shirt I'm wearing says the box office blondes, mm-hmm. which is also the Hollywood blondes. Um, Rex and Adam Swayze, I believe they're also the champions for New South. I oh, think. Okay. Don't quote me, but I mean, I'm seeing the posters, and it looks like. They're holding belts, um, you know, but yeah, Kenny, good dude. You know, I've ran him at NWF shows and at an AEW show and now a, a fan fest in Chillicothe, mm-hmm. you know, so talking about economics of wrestling, he could probably tell yeah. you how, you know, what he, Oh yeah. yeah. Um, but, Oh, and n- another congratulations to Justin, our friend, yep. TNC sports talk, you know, brand new baby boy. Um, uh, son and wife appear to be doing okay. So, uh, thankfully, they're, I think they're home now. And, That's good. Yep. Um, but yeah, you know, if we could ever get him back on the show, because, you know, he's, he's busy right now. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah and he, he's and busy. He, and he's not sleeping probably. Uh, no. No. And, yeah, but yeah, definitely check out every, uh, all the shows that we've been talking about. Um, because we love supporting them. They, at least I know they like supporting us. I don't know if they love us, but, um, mm-hmm. they might, they probably do, you know, but it's a, it's a mutual love for, for everybody because we're trying to help all our communities growing, especially us because we're trying to get sponsors. So if you know anybody who would like to sponsor a show like this, um, definitely send them our way, uh, armchair booking podcast at gmail.com. Send us to our social media. Send us to our individual social medias. You can also find uh, Dwaylon's Twitter, Twix. I'm sorry. Oh my God, I just said Twi- <laughs> Twix <laughs> at the Rockstar seventy three. That's the intellectual Rockstar uh, Twix account. Uh, my other podcast is the Cubicle Chat. You can find a Cubicle underscore Chat uh, on Twix and send us messages. You know, if you know anybody I'd like to sponsor, if, or if you want to. If you have show ideas, I mean, because we're actually reaching out 
also to people to try to come on the show as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I sent an email to somebody today and I courtesy copied. Yep. Yep. So yep. waiting to hear back. Um, I actually sent another message uh, through Facebook to a, it's more of a local uh, wrestler, but um, send him a message, wait for a response. Uh, I'd love to have box office blondes, Rex and Adam Swayze. <clears throat> Rex is also, you know, right now he's in a position where he's not sleeping a lot either because for the same reason, yep. you know, he also has a newborn at home. Um, you know, I want to, I don't know how old she is, but I mean, she's, you know, I think somebody told me, oh, I think she's finally starting to sleep through the night. So, uh, so I'm going to guess mm. six months old, maybe, maybe, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, either way, I'd love to have them on the show, but yeah, we've been, you know, so we're, we're working, trying to get, like I said, back in the groove. You know, because we kind of took a little bit of a hiatus. Hey, reasons, you know, things happen. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, but we've never been a show to have some of the can waiting because for us, right. with the same reasons why, what caused us to not ever do a show, it's the same reasons why we can't record yeah. multiple shows at one time. Yeah, um, it's hard to do with wrestling because so much, there's so much wrestling and so much happens so quickly that it's hard to have episodes in the can yep. for, you know, for backup in case we can't record because, you know, things happen so quick. It's, you know, whatever we would have in the can would be obsolete by the time we got it posted. Right. And we have talked about doing more old school stuff. We love talking about old school stuff, you know, so that's not an issue as far as like the subject matter, but it is still finding the time Mm-hmm. in order yep. to to get those accomplished um yeah you know but i mean uh we'll see maybe in the future uh but like i said we also have families to take care of mm-hmm. and right now we really have families to take care of because some of them can't take care of themselves and not right not their fault but you know just things happen you know foot surgeries happen pregnancies happen you know so we're having to really try to focus on that um but we still like to put out a good product. Um, another new podcast. In fact, they just put out their 11th episode, Nerdcast Empire. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, they actually just, I haven't listened to it yet. Um, that was actually kind of on purpose. Um, and it's nothing against them, obviously, but they just did their own review of Fastlane. Right, yeah. So I was like, oh, let me hold off because I don't want to accidentally, you know, um, mirror exactly what they were saying. Exactly. Yeah, I've stayed away from reviews um, like um, Wrestling with Regret. I usually watch his reviews, but I'm mm-hmm. like, eh, I'll wait till after we do ours because I don't want right. to, you know, unintentionally plagiarize anybody. Exactly. You know, but now that we've recorded our own, I'm going to go back and listen to Norcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, but if you haven't checked them out, definitely, especially if you are, if if you're a wrestling, heavy metal, anime fan, definitely go check them out. Uh, um, I just lost Wayland for a second. There I am. Yep, there he is. <laughs> oh, yeah, I can do that, too. Uh, <laughs> start flipping my own camera. But, uh, but yeah, definitely go check them out. I mean, they're a new uh, pocket. They've only had, they, they just put an episode, like I said, number 11, and they're mm. doing really well. It sounds really well produced. Um, so it sounds like when they started, I mean, they, they had really done their homework. Uh, mm-hmm. Unlike me, when I first started, I, there was still a lot I had to learn, and right. I still think there's still stuff I like, you know, like to learn, because we're always looking for improvements. But that's just how we are. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, we know we don't have a perfect show, but 
it's not like we're just sitting back going, ah, that's good enough. I mean, we're always looking right. for ways. We're always looking for guests and just a way to keep it going, you know, especially when, you know, we accidentally got demonetized and it appears like it's not going to come back. So yeah, uh, it happens. But I mean, it doesn't mean that the show stops. It just means that you got to do things a little bit different. So, you know, anybody would like to sponsor, send them our way. Yeah. So, uh, don't know what's going to happen Thursday. I told you about this earlier. Um, because Friday I have a procedure in the morning. Um, I mean, just to be blunt, uh, the name I'll just I'll just call it a butt camera. <laughs> and and the prep for that, of course, I'm doing Thursday night. And it's going to be a game time decision on whether or not mm-hmm. I can actually record because when I'm having to all of a sudden pause and run to the bathroom. Yeah. And you've had these, you've had this done before and you know, that mm-hmm. prep is like, once it starts, it's like just awful. Yep. Cause the stuff here. Mm-hmm. Yep. The polyethylene glycol. Also known as go lightly. There's nothing light about that. When you're going, you're going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but our friend Randy is actually going to be uh, driving me to the hospital that morning because my wife oh, is driving good. now. So, um, and Randy, his uh, his day job, he's an EMT, so he actually knows the um, that hospital actually fairly well. You know, because it's, oh, cool. the, it's the the VA hospital. But I mean, he's um, he's he knows. Everything he knows exactly what I need to be doing. So, right. Um, and Randy's just a good dude all around, anyway. Yeah. You know, big wrestling fan. If it wasn't for Randy, I would have never, uh, probably never gone to an NWF show because he was the one who introduced me to them. Mm-hmm. You know, so, and he stood in for Dwaylon one of the episodes when Dwaylon was, you know, having fun down in Florida. Oh, <laughs> so. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, Randy was actually there when we interviewed Noah Gabriel. And so he saw what Noah did. With our shirt. <laughs> yeah, no, we haven't forgotten. Remember. So, um, but until we can record again, whether it's Thursday, whether it's Monday, whether it's somebody hitting us up saying, hey, I'm available for an interview, but it's on this day. Um, right. Actually, Wednesday won't work either because apparently I gotta, I'll got i be starting my prep Wednesday and then Thursday. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, Wednesday at 7 o'clock, I'll start taking the, the stuff. And then Thursday oh. at 5 o'clock. So, yeah, anyway, you know, and I'll be eating broth all day Thursday, stupid, mm. not eating poopy, whatever. <laughs> uh, but until we can actually talk again, my friend, I'm just going to say goodbye. God bless. God bless. God bless.